Y'all are now tuning into your new favorite podcast, The Rosie Perspective. I'm your host, Rosie. I want y'all to get ready for some laughter, good times, great conversation, new perspective. Of course, we got to throw in some explicit content. Overall, dope vibes. Now let's get into it. Hey, it's your girl, Rosie. I'm back with another episode of The Rosie Perspective. On today's episode, I have a special guest. I got Miss Shan from She Gets It podcast on with me today. What up, (laughs) y'all? And Shan, I have been following you for a minute. I feel like since I've started podcasting last year, but this is the first time I've actually gotten a chance to have you on, so I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right, so uh, before we get started into the topic that I have, if you could just give my listeners a little background info on Shan and a little bit about your podcast. All right, so my name is Shan. I have She Gets a Pod. I have a Cozy Womb Podcast, which is a parenting podcast where I tell y'all all the truth because people be spreading lies about parenting. It's not all great. Um, then I have a podcast called So What Page Me On B, which is like an on-the-go book club with two of my other friends. And then I do Loudmouth Stereo on Stereo yeah, app with Gray. Yes. <laughs> so I have Loudmouth Stereo. And then the newest um, podcast that I created with Jay Dungeon from Stereo is The Real Relationship Report, which we record on Stereo for live feedback. So I'm out here in these streets recording for my life. I started recording in 2018 and it hasn't stopped. I haven't taken any breaks and here I am. Yes, I see you working, girl. I know you're on season 12. Like, yes. you putting them out. You do not play. You do many episodes. You do long episodes. Yes. Okay, so how do you have time for all of these podcasts? Like, Girl, I think- and I got two kids. Houseway? Um, I, I'm, like, when it comes to creating for myself, I never get tired of that. Okay. I don't know where the energy comes from, but I always have time. There is no job bill wise. I'm just like, I can't do what I want to do right now. I have to do this to pay my bills. No, I always make time for me. I always pay me first. Um, And I always make a way for me to have the time. So sometimes you might get an episode, like you said, that's like 10 minutes. Sometimes you might get an episode that's 20 minutes. It's really just like thoughts I randomly have that I'm just like, this needs to be talked about. I want to share this because I know I'm not the only one. And um, people I collab with is either I reach out to them or we follow each other and I like their vibes and I'll agree to do a show. It's never like a stranger off the street talking about, oh, I have this product. I would like to get on your show. No, I don't know you. I don't know you like that. So I'm really good on like genuine um, relationships and uh, connections with people that I do shows with. Because I feel like those are the best shows when people actually give a fuck about what the other person is. You're right. Because sometimes you can feel it. You can hear it. You just like, all right, this episode is mad awkward. Like debating. Right. It sounds forced. Are you being held against your will? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Blink twice. Blink twice. Okay. Like, (laughs) so that's cool. So I'm definitely glad to see it. Speaking of like hella random, obviously the most recent episode I believe I listened to you was about nipple itching. Yeah. As weird as it is, I'm like, hold on. But I'm like, nipples do be itching let me tap in and listen right you gotta say because that's random but it's really a thing though so i definitely i definitely enjoy listening to that one that was like a short one but you gave some information um yeah about it because it could be something serious or you could just have dry ass nipples so facts (laughs) and all the men out there tug a worm with women's nipples be easy be easy jesus be easy yes ma'am so all right so the topic that i wanted to get into um before my little scenario that i read off that i read earlier i'm definitely Mm -hmm. curious to see what you think about that but the topic is about tough love so Mm -hmm. i wanted to start off with the topic of tough love first um with children we're both moms so um your aspect on what tough love is or is it or if it should be a thing Mm -hmm. um Again, I, I feel like we're going to have a specific conversation to the Black community. We Blackity Black. Um, yeah. Whether white people have tough love for their kids or Hispanic or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. we're not really talking about that right now. But if the shoe fits, uh, wear it or right. if it applies. Because, you know, we could be talking about stuff that other people do really. I just don't know what happens in, you know, the other cultures. But what right. is your, I guess, take on tough love when it comes to parents, uh or elders in the family that give their children tough love? 
I think tough love is very much needed um, because no, that's, that's, listen, that's the foundation of being put in your place because I love you. If I, I always tell people this, if I don't correct you, it means I give a fuck about you or what you do. I don't care about you getting better because you got nothing to do with me. But if I go out my way to pull you aside, correct you, uh, pull a thread that's showing, tuck in your tag on your clothes, I care about you. I care how you're presented to people. And, and it's about me actually caring. I think tough love is good for growth, is great in parenting. Um, telling your loved ones no is a form of love and protection against being used because a lot of people in relationships today don't even know when they're being used. A lot of um, bosses and HR, HR is put in place because grown adults were never put in their place as children. That's why HR is there. That's why HR is there to protect um, businesses and, and jobs that provide a certain uh, standard in an office and people just get out of line. So if you don't give tough love, you're going to have a child that go, grows into an adult that goes against authority and boundaries. And we all know for our complexion of brown and melanin, we end up working for the state for free behind some bars and they're telling us when to eat, when to shit, when to get up, when to go outside. And if you don't want that for your child, you have to establish some form of tough love while they're young. Do you feel like there's levels of tough love? Because I mean, when I think of tough love, I think of the extreme. I do think if your child is out of pocket, obviously you should discipline mm -hmm. or you should correct when your child's wrong. I think those things could happen. But I know ultimately a lot for the black community, I know tough love be harsh when I think of it like I've had friends where and I can't speak for all but I will say specifically because I'm Haitian a lot of mm -hmm. my black American friends they're not all of them some of their parents gave them tough love to the point where I'm like why are you making your kids struggle that much and you can help your kid like yes. I don't understand it so like, I don't I don't call that tough love I t I'll call that your parent not dealing with their trauma so okay. I think our parents grew up where their parents didn't have other opportunities, uh, benefiting and growing um, in the household was at 18, you gotta get out so it could be easier for me because I struggled for all these years. And we, some parents even now still carry that out where it's not necessary because the reality is when you turn 18, you are not an adult. Your mindset is not an adult. I didn't become a full adult until 25, but I moved out of my mom's house when I was 16. I lived with my aunt. And when I graduated high school, I went to college. Then I got a, I was living with somewhere where I was a roommate who was a grown woman in her uh, late 30s, early 40s. And she was still was like mother figure to me, but she knew, oh, this girl is just going to college and paying me rent. We're still like that mother daughter relationship now to this day. And I have two kids and I work a job and I have my own house. But this mindset of black families in America raising their kids and as soon as their kid turns 18, kick them out, that's trauma. It is. Because Why other cultures, child out? I don't understand. Listen, other cultures benefit with their kids by allowing their kids to leave, go to college. They cook food. They bring it to them sometimes. They send them food packages. They make sure they have money still. Um, after they graduate college, they know they're going to have debt, so they let them move back into their home. Mm -hmm. They keep they keep their home. That's the thing, and and they sometimes bring about a wife or a husband and they stay at their home and they save their money and they buy a house they don't rent they uh -huh. don't lease they buy a house and their credit is a one because they had no overhead expenses yeah black people will never progress by feeling like they need to get rid of are the people that are a part of us. We need to learn how to build together and building together is going to your neighbors business, your family's business or your friend's business is not asking for a five, uh, a, a five finger discount. It's paying the full price. Sometimes if you can, you pay more or you buy more of their product so they can have the income to do more for themselves and for other people. Because when you look at Asian communities, 
all of their family members work for them. And they then once play. they get when they get a certain amount of money, we all chip in and we put ten thousand dollars towards you having your own business and then more family work for you. And that's how they grow it. Somewhere in in, in black people's mindset, we haven't dealt with the trauma of feeling like we have to do it by ourselves. I want to get rich by myself and I don't care about the next person. No other culture builds like that except us. And we're not building because we still have that mindset. No, I agree. Because, you know, especially Black parents be the first one. You could be 30. They be like, you're not grown. You're still a child. But then you're 18 and they kick you out. If you were a child right. at 30, like at 18, what makes you think? Of course, when I was like, oh, when I turn 18, I'm leaving. And my parents are like, no, we want you to stay forever. I'm like, oh, like I got to go. I didn't leave at 18. <laughs> Because once I hit 18, life was like, you thought. But, yes. you know, even now, like, if I want to be home, my parents will allow it. They don't mind. Where I've had friends literally, like, in homeless shelters or have to stay on somebody's couch and their mom has, like, a crib or they mm -hmm. have... And I'm just like, I, why are you doing this? And I don't understand it. So I feel like that form of tough love is, like, I won't say it's abuse because you're an adult, but mm -hmm. I feel like some kids, even under 18, they do get the tough love from their parent where, you know, I feel like for me, some parents, all they do is give tough love. And I feel like that prevents a child from actually knowing what love is. If you don't get mm -hmm. it at home, where are you supposed to get it from? And I know mm -hmm. discipline and all that stuff correcting. I'm not talking about that, but some people give their kids tough love and I think it's damaging. I think these are the adults that end up like, um, this person likes me or this person really cares about me. I wonder why this is weird. It's not weird, but your parents loved you, but they they did the typical. Um, I'm gonna give you a place to stay. I'm gonna give you food to eat, but you're not gonna get all this extra stuff like all the, I, and I'm just like- And the reality it. is that's not extra. The reality is me True. having a home for my kids is the basics. You're right. Me making sure they're clean is the basics. Me making sure they have something to eat is the basics. That's what I'm supposed to do as a mother or else the state will come in and get them. Yeah, but they now, make it feel like they're doing them a favor. Right, and that's, and that's trauma to me. To me, that's not tough love. And even when I discipline my kids with the leathers, because I am a parent of the leathers. Why? Because my mom never whooped us. My right, mom never- That was wilding out? We would break furniture, throw weights across the room while she watching her stories. Uh, we will be stabbing up each other in the in the lawn is whatever. She will be getting her first aid kit quietly and waiting for us to get tired. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't allow my daughters to fight each other. I don't allow them to yell at each other. I don't allow them to drag out the pettiness because I always point out when they're petty. Even if I whoop them, I let them know why I did it, what they could do next time to avoid it, and how many options I'm giving you, how many times I'm going to say it before I just come in and stop talking. We have to stop whooping our kids out of frustration of us adulting, and we have to stop whooping our kids because we don't have any more tools on how to discipline our children. Because some Black people do whoop their kids to the point of, that shit don't work anymore. All right, go ahead. So you were saying basically um, sometimes after a while the beating no longer does anything for the child and they become basically kind of- a Right, movie. and so kids feel like in order for anybody to tell them anything in life or or then be corrected or wait, or girls, if, if, if that man loves me, he beats me because he loves me. My mm -hmm. mom did it, my dad did it, my aunties did it, my grandparents did it, so he loves me, that's why he beats me. And that's not something we need to portray with our children or with us. So I was just talking to my um, one of my kids' dads the other day, and I'm just like, I know uh, it's gonna become a time where I'm going to have to be in a relationship with a man so the girls can see what a healthy relationship between a man and a woman is. Because when I grew up, my mom was with my dad and then they divorced after I was eight. She separated, I primarily lived with her. And then I would visit like probably three times after that randomly up until I was 15. And I just got to a point where I'm just like, I'm not going 
because yeah, I remember listening to that episode with you. Yeah, because I, I I didn't see any effort in him wanting to father and he had this attitude where, you know, you're supposed to call it work, the phone works both ways and I just mentally I considered him deceased at 15. So when he died when I was 18, I didn't care. I didn't go to the funeral. And um seeing my mom and my dad in a home. We always had clothes. We had food to eat. Um, you know, nothing was ever turned off, but it was always tension. And I I watched a man that was married to my mom disrespect her and her love him in the utmost. And I was like, that I'm not doing that. I'm not doing yeah. marriage. That will not be me. And then since that, she never dated. She never brought any men around me or my brother. So I didn't know what a healthy version of marriage was or a relationship. And I had to find that out through trial and error since I was 17. I don't want my daughters to go through that. I want them to yeah. see what's acceptable. I want them to see that you don't live with a man until that man marries you and then y'all build the house together. There will never be a man living here that I'm in a relationship with. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to have really? your own so space. You... Okay, what about engagement? Or is it the whole, you gotta be- Engagement, married. you're still, single i work in insurance you are so still you single man engagement either no we but live don't, in separate don't you okay will there be like a minimum or maximum amount of time he could spend there because you have to give you don't have to but you want to get familiar with their habits like like you could come over here sunday i'm cooking you could come over here and hang out with me and the girls but it won't be oh you sleeping over here for a week or i'm sleeping at your house for a week it won't be none of that. I will also go to your space and see how you maintain your household, how you clean. Yeah. Um, if you don't clean, uh, how you pay your bills, how you maintain your priorities in your life before we join together. Because people have this completely wrong. Because I've had relationships where they had their own apartment and I will spend weeks at their apartment, but they wasn't staying at my place. And they were okay with that because that was their stuff. But at the same time, I have kids. I get it. I have kids and they're girls and they're impressionable. Yeah, and I cannot have too, a maybe. I cannot have a maybe a gamble man uh, developing a relationship with my children and then poof, he gone. So you got to reject him just like I rejected him and we got to bring on another one. I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I definitely yeah. respect that. On top of like having girls, I have a son, but obviously I do uh, pick and choose wisely who I have around my kid as well. Yes. But, you know, oftentimes you do hear a lot about, you know, moms with girls and then the boyfriend comes in and the boyfriend's foul. And then when things come out and it's just like, oh, but you was in a rush to have somebody lay up in your bed that it, it didn't even, yeah. so I get that you wanted to separate it, but, uh, yeah. I'm gonna live with my nigga before I get out get married. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and it is a personal choice, but we always run into, a situation where us our our melanin women uh our boyfriend and girlfriend to a man for five years 10 years 15 years no ring you know she wants a ring she brings it up and you you draw it out and you draw it out while you're single and some of these men are out here living like they're by themselves but you're in this relationship where she wants a commitment but you know what happens she don't set that tough love. She don't set that boundary and say, hey, it's the seventh year. I'm trying to be married. If that's not something you're trying to do, let me get my years. Because that is years. Sometimes it's decades. That's true. So and what if you, you feel like, okay, maybe it's, I mean, I, I know what I think you're going to say, because I'm going to say, <laughs> what if there's a time frame? You said five years, but by five years, y'all ain't exactly where you need to be, but you're, but she's thinking of it like, but it's been five years, but that shit's a little rocky. Like you can't just have five years and get the ring. But meanwhile, there's new issues that have come up that weren't present where a right. ring would not fix it right now. But some people are stuck on the time frame. No, five years, five years. Yeah, but your shit's fucked up. No, but I've been with that nigga five years. I need my ring. I, I mean, how do you feel about I'm, that? I'm not, I'm not, listen, me and the idea of, of marriage is teeter tottering. I know. I know I'm going to be that woman that that man probably asked me to marry him two, three times. Two, three times. I know I'm going to but be you it. Don't ask, you'll ask this, after the first time. Listen, <laughs> I am too comfortable right now in my singleness 
and doing things in my space and my own home to take on the mind frame of, oh, this man wants to marry me and he wants us to move into one house together and I got to live with a man. I have five brothers, honey. This is peace. And so the mental thing for me to take on a man in my space and I have to see him every morning and what? What? No, I'm not ready. I know you've recorded with Lo, and you know Lo from Loose Lips Podcast. She's definitely, I prefer to not live with my spouse. Are you- Hello? You when are you leaving? Don't okay. you have somewhere to go? Would you Boys live in trip? a different house from your spouse? Huh? Would you live in a different house from your spouse? Bars, that rhyme. Ew, Listen, but yes. uh, the house she that me a- and my spouse has, it needs to have two separate sides. Y'all are not playing. I mean, I get it. What about like a she shed? You don't think a she shed's enough or a man cave? You need a whole separate side. Well, I, my thing is like, I don't want to have to see the man I'm married to every day. If he works a, a, a career where he's off traveling and he comes back, hey, my phone is off. You have all my attention. Uh, what we doing? I have a whole schedule planned out. Can nobody have my time but you? But I'm not trying to know like next Monday he gonna be here. Next Tuesday he gonna be here. <laughs> next, next next Friday he get off at five on Fridays and we do this and we do that. Oh, and on Sundays he likes to go to his mama's house and have dinner and play card games and then we gotta come back and we gotta go see. We go wake Is up that too routine for you? I hate routine. I'm a Gemini, honey. You got to be spontaneous. Oh, a Gemini. You know, okay. so sometimes you have to come up behind me and strangle me from the bank and be like, oh, hey, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> like, what's up? I like this. It's spontaneous. Like, I don't like, I love change. I love adapting and I love um, someone spontaneous and not being mundane. That is boring to me. That makes my nipples soft. I can't do that. <laughs> Not the no. nipples soft, honey. No, okay, so let me ask you a question. So you seem um a little different from what I've heard <laughs> on your podcast. Not in a bad way, but you yeah. don't you don't have typical women responses, whether it's your tweets, because I follow yeah. you, whether or not it's your responses on um under a post on Instagram. Like you mm-hmm. just be in your own box, which I love and I think is so mm-hmm. unique about you because you not on a bandwagon. And some of your some of your responses, I'd be like, she's wilding, but you're true to yourself. <laughs> so, right. As far as like dating, it, do you feel like in this generation it's kind of hard for you because you're a little different? One and two. What is dating? Oh Lord, Jesus. Okay. I don't. I don't date. I've never been on a date with someone I did not know from today. So, how do you meet people? So I I I've always worked multiple jobs. Shout out to Jamaica. You know, okay. Jamaicans always have multiple jobs. Yes. I'm always around people and men, and I get to know them through like, oh, I associate, oh, I kind of like this person. I talk okay. to them more. Oh, we become friends. And then I just, you know, so would you like to up this level to this and, and let, let's try this relationship and then be with it? And then we have a relationship. Then I get to a point where I'm just like, hey, so this isn't going anywhere. I don't see this going anywhere. So I'm done. Okay. And they'd be like, all right. I mean, I get that part because knowing them already, whether it's associate or a friend. Girl, it ain't nothing for me to downgrade you back to friendship. And some men hate it. And of like, course, how can you just cut off your relationship? Yeah. <laughs> if it's not going in the direction that I need it to go in the direction that you want it to go, because I'm someone that has a problem compromising and losing myself. I hear and that. What I want let's not do this i'm not no dragging out the relationship just because we've known each other for a long time person i'm not i will show up at your wedding and congratulate you and cheer you on with your new wife like if she likes it i love it but it's not for me (laughs) all right so would you accept tough love from a significant other yes if this is my thing i don't like nice men you don't like nice men i don't like nice men so do you want an asshole I don't want an asshole. I want somebody in the middle that I hear gives, that. I ain't gonna that lie. gives me things as I earn them. If you're giving to me all the time, 
I'm going to run over you and this is not going anywhere. Um, if I'm doing things for you or you see that I'm putting effort in and you do something nice for me, like taking me out somewhere that I didn't know we were going, I'll accept it. But I'm not no woman where you come up to me and be like, girl, you should um, be with me because I can do this for you. I can buy you this. I can do this. Sir, why are you selling yourself like a car salesman? No, I get you. I get you, which is funny because Court from the Barbie Way podcast, we were recording yesterday and she actually mm -hmm. said the same thing. She doesn't like guys that are trying to buy. Like that's right. their initial like, hey, you look beautiful. You know what I could do for you? You know what I could buy for you? You know what I can? And she's like, ew, like it's right. a job. So guys, if you're listening, I guess that, that approach ain't working on some women. You I mean, it, it works on some women. Like I have friends yeah. that'll leave their house with zero dollars, a nice outfit, and come back with $200 in their pocket, food, and they're gonna go meet somebody tomorrow to go to a lot and get a car. Some yeah. women entertain that and they know yeah. damn well they want nothing else from this man. Correct. I'm not going to entertain anything with a man if I'm really not into him, period. I'm the same. That's why when they be like, oh, women be all thirsty for $40 dates or women are so thirsty to, to go out to eat and they'll do anything for a meal. I be like, I can't relate because if I don't like a dude, fuck the meal. I'm not going right. out for a meal. It's not that deep. And this is how you flip that. You think women are so thirsty for $40 or a meal. It's because the women that you deal with you only see you valuable to take them out to eat. Ew. That's the problem. Because I, I have a lot of friends also who have men on rosters just for food. Yeah, there are some that have them in their, in their phone as like food man. Like, listen, like, you right. I mean, again, it works for the women that that actually that's all they want from you. But yeah. then the women that are looking for something serious or something of more substance, they ain't even gonna front for that meal because they know that it's not it's not giving what it's supposed to give with you. And, so they're not and you know what? Them. Men need to stop playing too because they do have women in their phones just for food. They do have women in their phones just for fucking, and they do have women in their phones that'll be like. Oh, I need a hundred dollars till Friday. Oh, here, I'll send in your You're cash right. app. You need anything else? Like right. we all know people that we can take advantage of. You're and right. the people that give single people tough love today with this wiping to the next one, you know, type of thing, they on to the next one. They not trying to hear no tough love. But to me, if you really care about a person and you want a person long run and you disappoint them or you mistreat them and you still want them, you're going to have to hear them out. You're gonna to have to have patience with their hurt and you're gonna to have to work on them getting through what you did. And if you're not willing to do that with them, you don't want them, so you're let right. it go. You're right, you're right. Well, I don't like tough love. Don't give me no fucking tough love. <laughs> I am going yes. to cry my little eyes out because I don't like that, okay? I, I, I like it. Like I don't want to do that super, super nice. I've had that conversation. Too nice yeah. is skeptical to me. And I don't want to do that's a complete dick. I do want to balance. Balance. Don't give me tough love, nigga, because I don't Girl, want to I love when a, I ask a man something. He'd be like, hell no, don't. No, that's a no for me. And you not doing it either. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it. Got you a little moist, girl. I know. Yeah. I know. And based on your personality, like, it, based on my personality, personality I feel like I have to like I would walk over a dude that's too yes. nice and I know dudes are gonna listen to this and they think it's foolishness when women say too nice it is what it is it's an actual thing and if mm -hmm. you're too nice then some women it's not gonna work for and based on my personality it's not gonna work for me and I, I'm I'm honest about it so and I, it's not even for things for me it's also like if you have all this time for me that's a turn off Sir, you ain't got to work. You ain't got somewhere else to do. B, do you want, you're not going to go see your mom. You're not going to go see your kids. And you want just want all my time. Ew, yeah. no, go somewhere. Yeah. I, do I like, like busy time, men. But, but as you get older, when you when you see they have nothing to do, like, meanwhile, you're doing your own stuff. And it's like, oh, what you going to do? Nothing. Just probably going to watch TV. Okay, Ew. next day, what you about to do? Nothing, probably. So. Or if they hit you with this. Oh, I'm in the mix. Oh, you ain't doing shit. <laughs> yeah, you need an extra daddy for money. I don't feel purses. Your daddy do. Bye. 
You are not having it. You are not having it. Okay, so Shan likes tough love. I do not. In conclusion, if it works for you, it works for you. But, you know, I guess it depends on what you want. So the next thing I wanted to talk about before we wrap this episode up is I've seen this conversation, a screenshot on Facebook, and I'm curious as to what uh, you think about it. So I'm going to read the conversation and then you let Mm. me know your three cents. You ready? I don't yeah. know if you've seen it before. It was my first time, but it says, all right, um, it's from the dude. Hey, babe, can you take a quick five-minute break? And she said, I can text. I'm in the car with Tasha making a delivery. Um, I can still I can still talk to you, but she will hear. You good. Mm-hmm. He said, I, wa- I don't want her to hear. I just got laid off, babe. Seven fucking years with them, and they laid me off because sales are down by 40%. I'm losing it right now. She said, what? Question mark, question mark, question mark. You just got laid off. Seriously, this better not be a joke. It's not a joke. He's like, I'm serious. They're giving me a severance package, seven weeks paid, and then I'll have to file for unemployment. I'm really stressed over this. I know our wedding is in August. I need time to find another job. We need to save money at this point. We may have to move the date. She said, are you kidding me? We've been engaged two years. You're telling me to cancel our wedding? Are you serious? What about my family and friends flying out? Do you realize the embarrassment? You're overreacting. He said, babe, I was making over 100K a year. That's gone. We have bills. Your check won't cover it all. Um, He said, I get all my deposits back. We'll have well over 20K to survive. And then he says a bunch of other stuff. Then she says, wow, you're serious about canceling my biggest day. Then you have, oh, in the paragraph before, he says, I would also need the ring back too. I don't know how long it'll take to find another job like the one I had. I'm sorry about this. Then she says, wow, you're serious about canceling the biggest day. Then you have to ask for the ring back as well. This is bullshit and I'm not with it. I'm not agreeing to this. I'm not giving you the ring back. You're acting like we're homeless. Basically, in conclusion, he said, um, she said, "Uh, if you have to do that, I'm done with you. He said he will call and cancel all the stuff. And then at the end, he says, "Uh, are you really going to do that? She says, yes, I'm serious. He says, okay, I will find out another way to ensure we are okay. I'll call you later. And her response was, okay, I love you. So I know that was a lot. Oh, I am so ready. You ready? Yes, child. Are you ready? (laughs) Okay, first of all. That whole discussion should have never been had through text. Okay. I can't talk right now. Let me talk when you get home. Boom. Because I know that fucked up her whole day of her yes. working and shit, right? And then once they got home, that whole conversation tells me that she's not in this relationship because she loves you. She's in this relationship for what it looks like because she's concerned about what other what people going to think gonna about think. him uh, mm-hmm. basically pushing this back. To me... I don't give a fuck about an engagement. I'm the type of person where you probably wouldn't even know I got married to the person I'm with because my actions is not going to change. Okay. And I don't give a fuck about a ring. I would rather us go half on some acres. Okay. Because to me, I appreciate the marriages that were just a gold band. My husband wears a gold band. I wear a gold band. Boom, it's done. But I respect... And this relationship is more of an importance. I really don't give a fuck about a wedding either. I think weddings are supposed to be earned after two people join their lives together. Because it's a lot to join your lives together, your new name, do all your documentation over. Um, You have to now have two moms, two dads, two grandmothers. Uh, those become your cousins, these become your aunts, and you're seeing how you guys work together to go into a marriage in debt because you wanted to do a braggadocious about how you love this person and what you want to do for this person. And then you have the audacity to need to invite all of these people that don't even pour into your marriage to your wedding and feed them off tops to something you don't even know if it's going to last two years yet. I'm not doing it. My wedding, if I do have a wedding, I would rather my wedding be five years after I got married because I earned it. We earned it. We poured into this and we we got this. I feel like she's focused on the wrong things and he's basically thinking about them long term 
this is what I can fix now before I can't fix it later. And if I have to give you the ring back because you put money in on this, I'll go ahead and give you the ring back because our relationship is not boiled down to this ring. Um, as far think, as- I mean, I know he said it just happened cause he said they just, you don't feel like he, he's being really impulsive right now. Like I know he said he gets a severance pay. He, he, like, he wants the ring back. He's trying to cancel all the deposits, all the places like today, sir, hold the mm -hmm. fuck up. Uh, we can't try to see if there's something we can finagle here. I know it's not necessarily about the wedding, but in mm -hmm. the comments on Facebook, somebody said, okay, he is get, getting severance pay. I believe he said to her, she makes about 30 or 40,000 a year and that's not enough. But mm -hmm. people were saying, well, if you're getting a severance pay and you made well over 100K, no, you're not going to make the same amount, but he's still going to get, you know, a decent amount in addition to her right. income. So for him needing the ring back, like her... Her comment was like, you act like we're homeless. Do you feel like he's jumping the gun? Like I think like he is antsy, but he's, men are solution-based. Good men are solution-based. And what they're going to think about is how, what can I save? What can I do and control now? And those are the things that he felt at that time that he couldn't control now. Would that have been a better, more calm conversation at the house later? Yes, that's why that mm -hmm. shouldn't be through text. But at the same time, they're not broke. But I think in this pandemic, in this time, you, if somebody, if you lost a job you had for seven years and you're making well over 100K and somebody laid you off today, you can't say next week, I'm going to find a job that's paying me 100K or more. You just can't. Yeah. So he's being real realistic about the times. We have to think about this pandemic. It took me, it took me nine months since last April to to get a job. And thankfully I'm working from home. And and in Georgia, people say, oh, you're getting unemployment. You are filing for unemployment, but you're not getting shit. <laughs> so every week on Wednesday, I will file my unemployment. I will see how much money I'm supposed to get till this day, till this day. I haven't got shit from unemployment since yeah. last April. That is wild as fuck. So, Listen, you have, he was thinking solution-based. And I think as my partner, as somebody that loves me, I think she should have been more sympathetic to the fact that this man feels like he has nothing. And he is in panic mode, but at the same time, I will talk to you later. And they could have worked it out at home. I feel like some things could be saved, but a lot of businesses now, especially when it comes to wedding, there's no refunds on this. There's yeah. no deposit backs on this. So it is a shitty thing. That's why I'm just like, take your ass to the courthouse and do that <laughs> wedding later. This is, these are not the times to be doing extravagant weddings. I know. I mean, honestly, I feel you. I do want a courthouse wedding. I don't care. That's my thing. Um, and I want a destination ceremony wedding. Like Boom. reception. Whoever can come, can come. And if you can't, you can't. But Hello. I want a destination because you know i mean times are different now like people pay a 60 70 80 thousand dollars for a wedding and then they go back to a, a small apartment no shade to them hello but it's like least I mean, I what guys, I, again if you want to do it kudos to you but you know for me i definitely would be okay with the courthouse wedding but i want my destination wedding ceremony so mm. i don't want a nigga to think that's it nah papa we definitely gonna have it i would love for my spouse to take me to greece but i don't need you to take me to greece the week after we got married at the courthouse we can yeah. do it some other time where it makes sense all this rush on my wedding, my dress. I don't give a fuck about a dress. It's obviously for other people. That's really what Exactly. I'm not doing it. The only people that's coming to my wedding after the five-year mark of me being in a marriage are the people that poured into my wedding. I when when we were on the break of not knowing what to do as married people, my husband is able to call this person. They definitely come in. When I needed answers, I was able to call this person. They definitely come in. People who deserve you deserve to celebrate with you, period. You're right. You're right. You're definitely right oh. about that. Because people pop out all types out of the woodwork. Like, oh, I want to invite people on your Facebook list that no. never said nothing. Like, and that's where everything, whether it's an engagement, whether it's a, a wedding, whether it's a, a baby shower, it, people come out the woodwork. So I, I definitely agree with you on that. It should be the people that have poured into it. But you are Islander and you also know you don't think your mama going to invite 
so and so and I told my mom. My mom <laughs> is sixty-seven, and I told her she got five kids. Um, th- three of them been married. Two of them are currently married, and the other ones are playing house. I said, "Hey, I know I'm your youngest. I know I'm your only girl, but." In your lifetime, sweetheart, you probably won't see me get married and you probably won't see me in a lasting relationship. You think it's going to take that long? I am. I know that I can sometimes be the problem. I know I can sometimes be the issue. I know the Lord is up there molding a man. (laughs) Honey, these ones out here are not it. And I feel like I'm going to be in a relationship four years plus before it ever gets to a level of, I think we should go ahead and get married. I mean, I respect that. I think that's not a bad time frame. Yes, and I'm, I'm, I refuse to, I refuse to date a man who doesn't already have kids and is not fucking his baby mother. You refuse to date a man that does not already have kids? Yes, so if you're single, and you haven't had kids yet, I don't want you because I ain't want I don't want no more kids. I hear that, girl. I hear that. And that's where I'm at with you. Obviously, like I don't want any more either. That's a conversation I've had a million and one mm-hmm. time. And I have no problem having that. You know, some people are like, oh, what's a first date question? I'm asking if you want children, because I'm not <laughs> wasting your time. And I'm dead ass. And I was told once before that's probably not a good thing. Yeah. And some dude was like, you know, because then you're letting people where you're letting the man think like okay it stops right here but if i'm that strong about it why it does stop right here having (laughs) children being pregnant is a mental physical emotional fuck yeah it's not just oh i skeeted in you now you're gonna carry my seed no it's beyond that it's beyond that and men men don't understand that and to me wouldn't you rather a person be strong and know their do's and don'ts up front and tell you honestly, then people have this habit of getting in relationships with people. They tell you who they are. They tell you what they don't want. And you feel like through your love and that great delicious ass peen, you about to convince me and you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're not y'all got me fucked up no that i mean i agree with that certain stance or certain things some things i'm like you know what okay i can get you know maybe if i find someone that i feel like is worthy etc but Mm -hmm. the kids thing i am not moving i told i told my last ex i said if we don't work and we don't get to a good place by the time i'm 34 35 i'm not having any more kids even if we break up, that's done. And um, I'm good. I'm good off of you. And we did not work. And this man said, I should have just got you pregnant and you would have stayed. Sir, it don't work like that. And any man that tells me, I'm gonna get you pregnant, sir, I'm calling the cops. That's a threat. That's a threat. <laughs> yeah, that'll turn me on either. Oh, I want you to have Stop my baby. Stop saying yeah. that. Women don't want to hear that. Yeah, no, I definitely wasn't a fan of that. Like, you know, when my partner now, he has children. I have one child. I'm good. He's good. Listen. That works. But, you know, if the and before him, there's been people I met. They're like, I have one, but I wouldn't mind having another. I know one dude. We were cool years mm-hmm. ago, but I had told him that I was stuck on that stance. And he was just like, you know, we really can't move forward, which I was fine with. He's like, because I have one child, but I would like to have more. I'm like, well, thank you for your time. Like, yes. Yeah, but I'm glad he was able to voice that and I was able to stay true to myself and it just wouldn't work. Why wouldn't I allow him or let him go and be with somebody that yeah. wants more and for him to not do the and same And you know, you life? don't want a lot of people get in relationships with men that they know they want kids and that woman knows that she already got her two side and she won't tell him because the relationship is too good. That's selfish. And See, knowing I, okay. as a woman that you mentally don't want kids and you're with a man that does, that's selfish. I mean, it is selfish. And I'm going to say I had a relative where she did that. But so she has a child, one, mm-hmm. but it was very, 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 very hard for her to even have that one child. So mm-hmm. she knew it was not likely she would ever have children anymore after that. And mm-hmm. you know, she had him. So she met this guy and she got married to him. She knew 
the whole time she couldn't have children. Yeah. But she also knew that he wanted children. He had it's one child out of the country um, and she knew, but she never told him. So obviously as years continue to go by and they're sleeping, he's just like, you're not getting pregnant type thing. Needless to say, fast forward, he ends up cheating on her, fucking another woman, has an outside baby. Now he's left the relative and he's gone to be with the new woman. But I know people in the family was like, that's one thing she should have kept it real. Like, you knew you couldn't have more kids. Why you didn't yes. tell that man, you know? So she still didn't see it as that big of a deal, but everybody else yes. was like, that's a big deal because you knew you couldn't have children and you didn't give that guy the respect of letting him know ahead of time, look, mm -hmm. I can't have any more children. I still want to be with you and letting him choose. You can't make that decision for him. Yeah. And low key, I know I need to make the decision. Do I want to go ahead and get my tubes tied and deal with these side effects, which is hot flashes, um, your hair some, sometimes falling out, um, your skin issues before I get married to a man who hears me out and like, oh, okay, but he still want to shoot up the clubs, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the churches, all of that. And I'm just like, because you know, when you're married, you got to get your husband's consent for your. Uh, I'm going to lock it down before that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, I might have to force the signature up in here. Yeah. Like the fact that you even, I mean, I get it. You're one, but it's my body. Like that's yes. girl. I mean, for the people that didn't know, at least y'all know now, if you're going to tie them bad boys, do it before Listen. you get married. But, um, so how do you feel about, hold on, you said so about the, the tubes tie, okay, I know for me being in Massachusetts, now it appears to be a thing where if you want it done, you can get it done. Where I know back yeah. in the days, if you were a certain age or you didn't have a certain amount of children, they wouldn't do it. Being in Atlanta, could yeah. you just go and get it done? Um, Girl, let me just put it like this. My job, <laughs> and the insurance was like, the job will go ahead and cover all expenses to go get into tubes tie. And, and they offered it to me two years ago and I didn't do it because I was in that relationship where it would be like a possibility that uh -huh. he did want more. I'm just like, Ugh. and I called the day before and I was like, you know what? I'm going to pause. <laughs> and it's not like he held it against me. He was like, you know, it's up to you if you want to do it or not. And I was like, eh, I'll wait. It? Now that, do I regret it? Some days I do. <laughs> Some days I do. Um, but even now, like that's an option for me because I've heard the backlash of getting your tubes tied. I don't know if I want to do it because I'm not, I've never you taken birth. A little bit about it. I've never really heard. Yeah, I'm never, I've never taken birth control because I know the side effects of that. And I didn't want to be birth control child. Listen, I did not want to be a tester to that because I don't like my body doing shit. I don't want it to do. And you. then um the side effects of getting your tubes tied some it could be like you're bringing on menopause faster than it was oh. going to come initially so that's hot flashes that sometimes um you have a random headaches that sometimes heavy um periods uh it's uncomfortable um and you just you don't feel like yourself and some women experience hair loss or their hair changing Okay. I experienced that shit when I was pregnant and I hated it. Yeah. When I was pregnant with my first daughter, my hair felt like that Brillo pad that you scrub pots with for the whole nine months. Yeah. So that's why I tell people that whole, oh, your hair is going to be luscious and beautiful. No, it's not. No, it's <laughs> not. You might be one of those lucky ones, but that's not for everybody. And we have to stop pushing this lie of pregnancy is beautiful. Sometimes it's not, honey. Nose be wide as fuck, neck be black as fuck, looking tore up. No, Listen. sometimes it comes with that. It does, it does. <laughs> so I'm just like, no, like, I don't know if I want to take on those side effects. And to me, I need men to do this. For the men that do listen to this lovely show, tell a friend to tell a friend. If you know that you do not want kids, go ahead and get that vasectomy, my brother. You're right. Go do it. Because women can't always be changing our bodies for the benefits of the relationship or that man's wants. Because we all know men always have the choice to be like, oh, I don't want any more kids for the sake of us being in this relationship. 
either break up and divorce and you go to the next woman and you have more kids. Yeah. I thought you didn't want any. And then that woman basically, listen. Why you gotta read Neo like that, sis? Listen, and then that woman basically cuts off her opportunity to have kids in the future. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So if they don't want children, they have things that men can do as well. Yes. Yep. I definitely agree. But yeah, thanks for those, um, those uh, details and information about the two time because yeah. uh, you know that's something I've definitely talked about and considered and I've asked my doctor questions about it's never been a hundred percent I 100% know I don't want kids now the mm. process of uh not having any more children I did get information to read about um mm. but I never read it but thank you I'll probably look more into you know, it but, how um, long do you want condom dick oh no I don't <laughs> want no condom dick child listen because the older that these men get yeah, but the I, more I that you, pull out I, is weak. And I'm okay, but I am a birth control taker, and I oh, am see, an I person. So I I take precautions in other ways. And again, mm-hmm. I know not everything is a hundred percent, but mm-hmm. I am actively. If I am active, I am definitely always taking something, or I have an yeah. idea or something of the sort. Because I'm I'm gonna try my best, you know. But I don't know, mm-hmm. no comment. Girl, you know, but <laughs> that's the luxury of being with a partner or in a relationship because you ain't got yeah. you. I am a birth control taker, so I do. I don't really have side effects like that, to be honest, based on the ones that mm-hmm. I take. I used to have the IUD, and then I think I had taken it out after it because uh, you know they have like expiration dates, and I was like, you know, let me try mm-hmm. to just let my body stay without something foreign in it and then i started taking the pills the pills are annoying because it's like you have to remember to take them and if you don't you fuck around with a baby mm-hmm. um you fuck around and end up having a baby Bam. So, Bam. So, <laughs> so um but i i do well with my pills but yeah so i definitely um appreciate the information about that and hopefully the women yeah. that are listening that have you know didn't, didn't know about the extra side effects they know now Listen, so um, read all the fine print i know you're right you're right and there's always fine print with everything yeah um but shan i love 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 having you on here girl Thanks. this is, this this is, is fun. good as i thought it was gonna be so um <laughs> if you can give the listeners some information um, on how to find you your platform your social media all right. So I be in these streets, but not really because I don't go anywhere. I just have a nice fly wardrobe. Okay. So you can find me at She Gets a Pod on Twitter, um, Instagram. I do not have a Facebook because Facebook does nothing for me. Uh, you can find me at www.whoisshan.com and that's C H A N, not S H A N. Um, and I have shops on there, I have books on there. Um, if you want to podcast, you can find me at she gets it pod at gmail.com. And um, I have a cozy womb podcast if you want to talk about parenting. Um, if you have any questions, just hit me up. I love podcasting. I'm not somebody that hogs podcasting um, news or benefits. For instance, don't know if you know, but Stereo just did an upgrade where you can do a solo show on stereo and get live feedback from people listening all over the world. And you could take that recording with you, or you can do a show with someone else on stereo, get more followers, you could promote it, or you can do a show up to five people on stereo app and it's a free app. Um, so I think that's something creators and podcasters should benefit. My host for my show is Red Circle. It's free, it's a great platform, it gives you good analytics. So that's something that's out there if you're interested in podcasting, but I'm here, I'm in these streets, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, such great info. Thank you, thank you so much, Shan. I appreciate you joining me. So yes, listeners, y'all heard Miss Shan, she gave you all the information you needed. So make sure y'all follow and support. And until next time, y'all, bye. Bye.